Hey everybody, what's up? My name is Ari and you're listening to Dear Ari the Podcast. This is episode seven and if you are new here, this is submission based. So every week I pick two to three anonymous submissions and I kind of dissect them, discuss them and offer advice to the listeners. Um, I was listening to the Twilight Hour. It's a podcast to um, women based out of Chicago. It's super, super funny. And they kind of described this podcast as an audio advice column. And I I thought that was really funny and pretty clever. I never, I never thought of it that way. So I'm sticking with that. This is your audio advice column, and you can tune in weekly and gain some more insight on any situations. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started with our submissions for the week. Okay, so our first submission is from Too Nice and Too Nice writes, Dear Ari, first off, I love this podcast. So I've been on the self-growth journey for the past six months, and it's great. The only thing I still seem to have trouble grasping is being more assertive with my family, friends, coworker, boss, I'm about to, and just people in general. I was about to say, that sounds about everybody. Um, I'm a naturally kind, energetic, and friendly person, but to a lot of people, I believe it comes off as weak, which I am far from. What advice do you have on being more assertive? Well, too nice. Thank you for loving this podcast and writing in. I appreciate it so much. And I think being assertive is one of my favorite pastimes because I just love to look people dead in the eye and not smile or blink and say what I have to say. And one reason that I feel like I'm good at being assertive now is because I practice. And assertiveness doesn't just come over time. You don't just like pick it up randomly one day. Well, actually you kind of do, but in this case you need to practice and you need to develop a newfound sense of confidence. And the more confident you are with what you believe, the more assertive and stern your point will be. So um, I would start, I know you've heard of the book, well, hopefully you've heard of the book, The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. I'm going to challenge you to have a, a month of no's. And every month, pick a different thing that you are not folding for or that you believe in and that you will say with all of your chest. So for me, I do not like animals and I do not like other people's animals. And it bothers me when people ask me to touch their dog or people look at me like I'm supposed to pet their dog. I don't want to touch it. So I would always say very strongly and very clearly, no, thank you. I would not like to touch your dog. And I think getting over people's reactions and like dealing with their disappointment and their level of like being uncomfortable is the hardest part when it comes to being assertive because you're saying something that someone honestly doesn't want to hear or is hard to tell them and you have to say it with sternness. So practice, find something that you can just say no to and you can really mean and not back down on and get comfortable with that. And I think your assertiveness will come over time because you're you're more confident with saying no and not really caring what other people's reactions might be. So hopefully that helped you out. It doesn't have to be dogs. It could be like, say you're not eating green beans for a month and you're going to your grandma's cookout and she's making green beans. And you're just like, no, grandma. No, I always am going in on the grandmas. I'm sorry. (laughs) But just say, find something and say no. Also, coming from a woman's perspective, I know sometimes we feel as though we don't want to be assertive or stern because we'll come off as bitter or, um, you know, a B-I-T-C-H, whatever. Once you realize that you cannot compromise your comfortability with other people's, you will realize like, what am I sitting here trying to coddle everyone for? If I'm uncomfortable, but I'm making sure that I'm pleasing everyone else, I'm 
at the end of the day going to be unhappy with myself. So stop sacrificing yourself for how other people feel and their feelings, because if they're not doing the same thing for you, then you should not be doing it for them. So that was just a tidbit that I had to ask. And that's not just for women. That goes for anybody who's compromising and literally just being, you know, walked on and over by people who will not treat you the same and don't treat you with the same respect. Okay, so let's go ahead and move on to our next submission. This is from Nobody, This is Anonymous, and it reads, Dear Ari, on your next episode, can you talk about growing apart from your friends slash wanting new friends? Although you may love them so much and they haven't done anything disloyal, you just feel like you don't have the urge to hang out with them or there's just some kind of disconnect. Should I tell them how I'm feeling or just go with the flow and see where their friendship ends up? I would hate to offend them by saying something, but it's almost like being in a relationship you don't want to be in. Still love them so much, and I want them around, just not feeling that close friendship excitement. Okay, so when I received this question, I literally lit up because I am all for friendship. I think friendship is like one of the most important relationships that you will have in your life because it teaches you how to be selfless. It teaches you... um, how I mean, of course, this is being selfless, but how to care for others and not expect anything in return. Like you're really just doing this because you genuinely want to support another person. So when it comes to growing apart from a friend, that can be really hard. And it definitely is like a breakup. I've had so many friend breakups. I could write a breakup one-on-one book when it comes to that. But thankfully, Not thankfully, but in most of my cases, I've moved around a lot. So distance has been the reason that I've been able to outgrow people and it not be like super awkward. But um, if you are trying to figure out if you should tell your friend that you need space, the answer is absolutely. If you just stop talking to your friend and you cut them off, that'll have them thinking that they did something wrong or, um, you know, you're not a good friend because you weren't able to communicate to them that you need space. Like it'll just, it'll just open a door for a lot of confusion and honestly hurt. So it's not hard for you to talk to your friend. And then the other thing that I can see that you would be nervous about is how they receive it. Because I know recently, like one of my friends basically broke up with me and she was like, um, I have to get my life together. Like I'm trying to focus more on school. I have a lot of things going on and I just need like solitude. And when she told me that, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And then I completely disregarded what she said. And I was like, hey, so do you want to come over? Or hey, do you want to go out today? Or like, let's plan a trip. Like I literally was not being a good friend because I didn't listen. But after we spent that time apart, I realized like, oh man. And we talked about it too. Like We established that we were growing apart and that we like were in two different spaces. And this really sounds like a relationship, but it's a friendship. (laughs) So we were in two different spaces and um, we just, I I even said it because I was hurt. I was like, I think that we should just not be friends. I think we outgrew this friendship. But I said it in a vindictive way, like I was hurt. And we still talk. We're still cool. Um, We're not as close as we used to be, but we... I had to respect the fact that she was growing and I was, I wasn't helping in any way. So I just, I just had to play my role and I can still be supportive. I can still send her love, but I don't have to hold on to friendships that have run their course. So definitely tell the person, um, 
just it's important that you tell them and that's it's totally it's totally normal to want new friends you're you go through so many different stages in life I think that you have friends for seasons people in your life come in your life for moments of time and that's when they're supposed to be there sometimes you don't need to hang on to them for too long to teach the lesson that they have for you so tell them let them know and good luck okay so our final submission for this week is from Lola Bunny and Lola Bunny writes Dear Aerie, I was dating this person for five months. Of course, I've grown an attachment, and so have they. We recently stopped what we had going on with each other due to miscommunication and him just not being honest with me. It hurt. We recently have been in touch with each other, and I'm not even sure to ask him what are we even doing. I feel as if I ask, I'll be pushing him away. I appreciate the friendship we have and want to continue a friendship with this person, but I can't help my feelings. Feeling so deep in my... Every time I see feeling, y'all, I think of that. Okay, um, how do I remove a toxic person or do I even remove them? I feel as though some people are meant to be in your life, but sometimes it just doesn't feel right and sometimes it does. Lola Bunny, my good sis. So I feel like when you wrote this out and you read it, you already knew what I was going to say, but you just needed a friend to re reinstill that thought. And it's that you need to leave him. There's abs- You said so yourself that this person is toxic. Um, you don't have good communication. He hurt you. You don't know how to just be his friend. So at this point, um, you're kind of reaching because if, if he's not... If he's showing you that he doesn't want to be with you in that way and he can't commit to you in whatever way that you are expecting from him, and you are just like, well, it's either this way or the highway because you know you can't you can't just be his friend, I think that you should just definitely leave this alone altogether. Five months, thankfully, is not that long. And you can get over someone that you've been with or you've known for five months. It's going to be hard, but I, I guarantee you it'll probably take you um, it'll take you five more months and maybe six. It should it should really not take you any more than two, but I'm I'm really reaching because I don't know the level or the connection that you all share. But honestly, you just need to let this person go. They're toxic, like you said. Um, you can't even ask him what is going on and like what you guys are doing. Y'all cannot communicate. Y'all are not meant to be. So I would just go ahead and wrap this one on up and just let it go, sis. There And there are definitely people who are supposed to be in your life. But like I said earlier, there are people in your lives to teach you certain lessons. And there are people that are supposed to be in your life for a small amount of time or a season. Do not hold on to them and feel as though just because you know them and just because you have a connection, you have to keep them forever. That's absolutely not the case. There are so many people in the world that will teach you other lessons and you will gain, you know, you will gain insight from. And if this person is bringing you down, then they do not need to be in your life. So good luck. If it doesn't feel right, uh uh-uh. Trust your gut. You knew the answer. You really did. I would let him go. And with that being said, that's our last submission of the week. We are done with episode seven. Thank you guys for constantly sending in those submissions. And you can send them in, of course, at any time at dearairy.com slash dear dash airy. Keep it up. And you guys have a great week. Bye, guys.